This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders, and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Kevin from the Extra Mile Podcast and the Extra Mile Podcast Jeff Galloway Edition, and you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink Podcast. Hi, I'm Chris Twiggs, Chief Training Officer for Galloway Training. This is Mike Rallman from the Be Our Guest Podcast. This is Esther Eckhart from EckhartYoga.com. Hi, I'm Juliana Hever, the plant-based dietitian. Hi, this is Chef Art Smith. I am Bart Yasso. This is Catherine Switzer. This is Mepka Plesky. Hi, I'm Jeff Galloway, and you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast, episode 200. I'm your co-host, Dana. And I'm your host, Amy. And I had to do the intro because Amy was actually in tears listening to that intro. We are so thrilled to be here. Yeah. With our 200th official episode. 200. Now, we've we've got way more items than that in the feed, if you've heard us talk over the last few weeks as we've been approaching 200 with yes. our, our video episodes from the very beginning, our quick bites that mm-hmm. we throw in from time to time, little special nuggets that we do, but actual proper episodes is 200, and we are so incredibly thankful and grateful to have you guys coming along with us for the ride. Oh, we should toast. We should celebrate. We're here because you all keep coming back, and we are so lucky to be able to do what we love and hang out with our back of the pack, our mid-pack, our... I'm beating the pack. Are people who uh, don't even like running? They just like eating and drinking. I like I like cheering on the pack. I like <laughs> having fantastic food and beverage. Just all around great people who keep coming back, and we can't thank you enough. And it's it's going to be like this when we hit our fifth anniversary. Yes, our. our, our Five year. Which is coming later this year. Yeah. So I just, I'm full of gratitude, full of love. So thanks for starting the show. You're welcome. I do what I can <laughs> to help. And and what a show it's going to be because we are yet again talking about the Donna Marathon weekend that we oh. just got back from. However, we're covering something uh, different this week. We're not just covering the social shakeout run. We're covering the official 5k run we did the social shakeout last week and so we're just progressing and stepping through the weekend and i think that a a weekend that's this big warrants the multiple episodes and and in addition to that the fact that you're in such a major metropolitan area in florida such as Mm. jacksonville because jacksonville is one of the largest cities in the state Mm -hmm. and when you incorporate not only jacksonville proper but the towns and the beach towns right around it oh yeah it's quite a lot to talk about and it gives people, regardless of whether you're coming here for a runcation. Or it or, could be a, like a sporting event or a concert or just a vacation. A vacation, exactly. Because the beaches are gorgeous. It gives you some options. And I think that we've got a great one for everybody tonight for food and beverage as well. In a V pizza and flask and cannon. Yeah. Oh couple of local favorites recommended to us by a couple of locals yeah who are favorites of ours so they're local tip. local favorites gave us local favorites yeah there's a tip listen to locals <laughs> it does help yeah quite often so I, I i'm so excited this is i've been waiting for this episode been counting it down been making a big deal out of it for yeah. weeks on end and here it finally is well so i mean i think it's appropriate to start sh- the shout outs saying thank you to you my co-host. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say thank you to our listeners again. I'm getting there. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But we wouldn't have a show if you didn't agree to be all the things that you are. Craft services. IT. Co-host, IT, craft services. Transportation. uh, Anything. and Pack mule. Everything. Motivator. (laughs) The uh, editor. Such a great support and co-host and fellow runner and just everything to me. Thank you. So. You're welcome. I love you. I love you. And speaking of love, I'm just full of love tonight for our entire Runcation Nation community. Hard to believe that when we started this a little over or a good bit over four years now, uh, almost five, that uh, we would start to grow this community of people and bring them together in a way around runcationing, around going and, and you know running and raising funds for charities and exploring new cool cities mm. and and the opportunities that gets you to meet new people and to, to make friends. And the fact that we've, we've got this little community that that's growing yeah, and that they're coming together and making friends and supporting each other. And some of these, these people have been talking for months, if not years online and they got an op. Some of them got an opportunity to meet up. Oh, that's why I love this, this episode race. being the 5k at Donna because as we recap the first of our two races at the Donna Marathon weekend, supporting the Donna Foundation and the whole experience where in 2020, when the Marathon weekend went virtual, mm-hmm. and we reached out to our Runcation Nation, and they were everywhere in New York, in Alabama, in Georgia, in... North Carolina, South Carolina, in all parts of Florida, in, I mean, everywhere, New York, New Jersey, they came on board with, and here locally too, so many that you work with, all came on board to buy shirts to support the Donna, to run the virtual races when they couldn't be run together to help support those fighting breast cancer and their families and support research to end the disease. It started with that virtual experience and all of the confetti that we still find in this studio to this day. Note to self, no more confetti in the (laughs) studio. And everybody who posted pictures and hashtags that weekend when we when I drew uh, the chalk finish line in our neighborhood to run to have you run across when I couldn't, because I hadn't been cleared before surgery mm-hmm. or after surgery. And it just continued from there. It was such a special spark and such a special feeling. And so many wanted to come and be at the Donna when we returned this, this year in 2022, when it was, the time to come back together to be back. We had virtual runners with us in running through Wonderland, Jen and main street miles, Meg and her mother. And we had a whole bunch of runners from the runcation nation in person. We did. It was fantastic. We had Darlene there in spirit. She wanted to be there. She fully planned to be there. And she she did her run after the weekend. And it was it was so great to have her spirit in spirit running that 5K with us. Even better, having Kelly volunteering at the expo on the day of the 5K. Kelly Anderson, our marathoner. <clears throat> One of our marathoners. Yeah, one of our one of our two <clears throat> in the Runcation Nation. <laughs> and we had Jessica, Josh, Dawn, Susie, Joanne, all with us running the 5K. Well, I mean, we really just enjoyed the 5K, but we'll get to that. 
So shout out to everybody in the Runcation Nation who was cheering us on, including family members who came along with everybody to the Donna Marathon weekend. I just I just have to shout out all of you, the ones who did it virtually, the ones who showed up in person. It was the first ever and the largest to date group of our Run, Eat, Drink podcast community together. Coming together, not just for like a social meet or, or to eat, but to actually get together and run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was absolutely fantastic. And we cannot thank you guys enough, all of you who were there in person or virtually. Mm-hmm. And if you couldn't make it this year, worry not. We're going to give you opportunities throughout the year to do it again. And of course, we will be back at Donna next year. We're going to talk all about the 5K this episode and the half marathon on our next episode. Yeah. But listen, if you want a shout out for you or someone else that you love on the show or somebody you think needs to be shouted out for their accomplishment, mm-hmm. let us know. Email us at info at runeatdrink.net. That is info at runeatdrink.net. Or you can call us and leave us a voicemail. Leave us a message at 941-677-2733. That's 941-677-2733. You can also text messages us there. Oh, that's true. We, we can do texts I mean, as well. I never- but- say that we are an audio medium and what we would love for you to do is in that email attach an audio file if at all possible mm-hmm. or if you if you call leave a voicemail yeah and we would like to get your voicemail on the show yeah we want to i think it was last week we had such a wide shot in the live video that people saw our mixing board and mistook it for a simon says <laughs> it does look like that yes and, and we would love to put your voice on one of those colorful buttons and play it. Absolutely. Yeah. Shall we talk running? Let's. All right. Let's, I'd say let's, let's talk about the 200th race, but that's not quite how no. that works. It's the 200th episode. <laughs> it's not quite the 200th race. No. But this is, we talked about a 5K last weekend. That was more of a, of a like, it's a social shakeout. It's get it's together, warm, warm it up. Yeah. Let's kick off the weekend ease into it meet some of the people you'll be running with work out some of the nerves maybe meet a little bit of running royalty (sighs) yeah you know or donna marathon weekend royalty Mm because you know the namesake was there herself oh yes jeff galloway was there himself Mm -hmm. and executive director amanda napolitano was there survivors were there groups that mean so much to the donna foundation like the bouncy hunters the d squad the d squad uh they were all there in force to kick off the weekend. And let me just tell you on at Saturday's event, the, Saturday's event being the, the 5K, formal 5k we're talking the, about this week. Yeah. The formal 5k, when you got to the formal 5k on Saturday morning, social shakeout Friday, 5k on Saturday. And you saw that start and finish with that big, rainbow kind of arch that inflatable arch. inflatable or or you know like that that archway to start and finish the race and when you heard fitz announcing before the race when you hear jeff galloway donna deegan when you hear them talk about the survivors that are going to be running on the same course with you the people who are running in memoriam, the people who are fighting the battle currently with you. You just feel the love, you feel the passion, you feel the energy in the air. And to be there with everybody from the Runcation Nation was amazing. What I also really loved was seeing the looks on our group's faces. Oh, as they were there and they were taking it in. They've heard mm-hmm. us talk about this race. Yeah. They've been listening to us for, for at least the last year. I think most everybody's been with us at least a year. Yeah. That was there. And they've been hearing us talk this race up. And we even said, you know, we're like, wow, I really hope that the race is, you know, meets everyone's mm-hmm. expectations. Oh my goodness. Yes. I think 
I started to see it on their faces at that time. And then as I started hearing them announcing, like you said, people who, you know, Fitz Color was doing an amazing job doing the race announcing. Mm-hmm. She is announcing people who are, you know, this is, you know, Jenny Smith and it's her fifth year cancer free. Or she actually at one point announced somebody just got their diagnosis. Mm-hmm. The power of those statements mixed into that celebratory party environment was such a juxtaposition and such a it's such a wide range of emotions that you feel. But mm. the sense of empowerment that this race weekend is about and encouragement mm. Makes all of it really, I think, hit home, mm-hmm. and I could see it on the looks of our our runners. I think, and I think that if they were to chime in, oh, like yeah. on on an upcoming live after they hear this, sure. I think they'll agree. Oh, I mean, and they came in full force, JoJo with her tutu and her wig, and everybody was rocking some I some mean, pink, and everybody and, came in, and, and Dawn came skipping over with all of her pink gear and Josh was wearing the, the custom shirt that Ariel from pure creative apparel designed for us. And, and, and Susie just had like, she was decked out in the, in the pink. So were you. And yes. And it was the first time that I ever ran a race in a tutu. And I think JoJo's right. I mean, a tutu is the way. It's it's the way. As long as you get something that's comfortable that you can run in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was talking to Dawn a little bit during the race, and she said, you know, I, I've I've tried a tutu, and so, yeah, just you know, in a training run, I had to abandon it. It's got to be the right one. And so I thought, what better distance than a 5K? Because after 5K, you're going to know if you can sustain that tutu for longer. Oh, absolutely. If you've got to get it off. So it was amazing to run in that. It felt very supportive and festive to... Not supportive in a technical sense, but supportive like, no. in, in, in a symbolic sense. Yes, yeah. yes. I just felt more a part of that environment, that energy that Donna Marathon Weekend has from survivors, from family members, from... Everybody who supports the cause with such passion, I felt more a part of the passion and to be with everybody was also a part of that. So yeah, Jojo, I'm rocking the tutu. I I might rock it again for future races, you know, or get some other colors for other races. This is what I mean. I I think, yeah, she's, she's been looking on Amazon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've seen, I've seen the Amazon search results. Yeah, I know. (laughs) seen the history on the computer i I get it i get it Uh, i mean it has to be comfortable but yes now we talked last week about the social shakeout run and how that was the same course as the year before this was not this was not the last time that the donna 5k was live and in person it was actually held closer to the beaches yeah this was in downtown right near well, right near one of our favorite breweries down oh, yeah. there, right near Intuition Ale Works. Also, yeah. very close to the stadium. Mm-hmm. But it's Jaguar, actually held at Jaguars. Yeah, at uh, Jacksonville Fairgrounds. Yeah, and I, for me, when, when you mentioned fairgrounds, I don't mm-hmm. normally think of a downtown location, and no. that's just where I grew up in Tampa. Ours was out west of, or excuse me, out east of town. This was really in the heart of the city. the city. And I mean, great facility. Of course, yeah. we talked last week about the, about the expo mm-hmm. and then yeah. the fact that there was great parking, all mm. of that was true. Yeah. Something that was very nice when we came, when we drove to the race, mm-hmm. we're driving in over one of the large bridges in Jacksonville. And as you're coming, oh, yeah. you're coming in, they actually had, I, I want to say it's part of the structure of the stadium 
illuminated in pink. Yeah. It was some rooftop structure that was, uh, it was so great to see because it wasn't quite sun up and it wasn't quite fully daylight yet. So you could really see that and the way that the city is just ready to support this event. Absolutely. And we get in, we get parked, we're right down there and, and good parking. I was going to say, let the, me just say the, the plenty, plenty of parking. The movement from the beaches to this location was just great as in terms of parking. I liked it. And I know that they did this out of necessity. We, we, I think we might've talked about that a little we bit did. with them yeah. looking for a place to do the expo. expo. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they were very limited as to locations that were large enough that were willing to host it, that, that were affordable, that they could do. This was a, was a fantastic location. Yeah. In my mind. And with the, the 5k itself, mm. um, being through and in and around the downtown area. It reminded me very much of the first year we did Donna. I was going to say mm. that we have run a Donna race in downtown before, but that was mm. several years ago. Yeah. And it was the year that they had decided to do the 5k and then the 10k right in the same morning. Oh yes. I remember. Cause you know, we had just enough time to cross the finish line, turn around, do it all again. <laughs> Maybe have some water and a restroom and break. A potty. Stuff. Yeah. Yes. But this reminded me a whole lot of the first year because it featured some of the things that I really love about downtown Jacksonville in the area, like murals. There were several really cool murals and art installations. Yes. Yeah. And we stopped to get pictures with the Runcation Nation. I really loved the Runcation Nation. We really more or less stayed together Mm -hmm. the entire time so that we could actually stop and get little selfies and pictures and, and really just be together in that race. Yeah. And we did a little live stream on Instagram as well while we were there. So it was a great opportunity for us to just hang out a little bit and Mm -hmm. let, you know, at least one of our runners, Mm -hmm. Josh, this was his very first 5k. Yeah. I mean, he's done training runs, but mm-hmm. his first formal race event. Yeah. And, you know, he got to experience what that's like in that party atmosphere and then getting out there and having a group that you can run with. Mm. I think that makes all the difference in, in your first experience. Oh, yes. I mean, I can't imagine doing it alone. I wouldn't want to do my first race alone. And... I think back to when we started running and to have you there, I can only imagine having that whole community around us. Yeah. In that first race. I would have have liked something like that. Yeah. So, so hopefully he, hopefully he agrees. Hopefully he agrees. And he got that out of that experience. Cause I know he was tentative and nervous about it, but like anybody would be. Oh yeah. Like I was the first time we ever did any kind of race. And our first was a local. Yeah. It was a local charity. Run for water. Clean water in Africa. Yeah. So, but no matter how many times you have somebody, even if it's a friend who tells you relax, this is totally, you're still fine. There's always nerves. Nerves. Yeah. Yeah. But the, you know, being, like you said, being able to stop and get selfies mm-hmm. and, and then check out some of the architecture, aside from the, yes. the murals, like mm-hmm. you're talking about, which they did have several really cool ones, uh, local architecture. I think their library, I think had something that really jumped out at us with like an owl and books and just neat older buildings that that type of architecture often doesn't get done anymore. And getting a chance to run in and amongst them, I thought it was really cool. The The course itself was mostly flat. There were, you know, I think, I think there was one small overpass that we had to do. It wasn't bad. Not at all. Not a, I mean, it's not, there were no bridges as and far as I recall. 
And what I also <laughs> really liked was the the fact that it was all paved. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, road conditions were were very good. I mean, there were a couple of little sections where, you know, the city of Jacksonville could probably get out there with an asphalt truck and patch some. some I don't really remember anything being too, it, you know, we talked about our struggles over Thanksgiving when we did that turkey trot in Orlando, having the pavers. Yes. Bricked streets, which were uneven and really. I think that was worse, even though those yeah. roads were arguably in quote unquote better condition. Uh, I'd rather run on the, on pa- I think pavement. This was much better. Yes. You know, not that that wasn't a great time, but this, I don't, I didn't see too much that was really dangerous. No. You no. know? Agreed. And I loved that we had some people out there with some race signs and dogs, mm-hmm. like the the little boy and the little girl that said, smile, you'll run faster. And she's got the pictures the, up. I, the, the little boy holding the sign with the little, with the black dog says, I, and the sign says, I love you. You're awesome. There were just, you know, great family support for, mm-hmm. for runners that were yeah. out there. You know, you did have some families running together. You had some office groups running together, mm-hmm. but you also had these yeah. people who just, you know, pulled up a chair on the side of the road and set up a little, you know, a little stand The the, the support was great. And unexpected. We don't normally see that too much on the 5K course when they have it over on the beaches. You'll see people decorating their yards and maybe waving at you or or hollering at you from their porch. But um, the the big neighborhood support and everything, that tends to be reserved for the big race day Mm -hmm. on Sunday. Yeah. So it it was great to feel that. It was great to run past Maxwell House. The coffee, coffee factory, factory, to be clear. Yes. yes. It was so, I was like, yes, this is my course. We've passed one of our favorite breweries here. We've passed a coffee roastery. That, we, need to, we need to tweet them and say, happened. listen, next it's, year, yes, you guys need to be out there with Can co- you have like a little hot stand? coffee samples? Yeah. yeah. Well, depending on the weather, they could do iced coffee. Um, it would be fine. But okay, coffee, samples. coffee in general, yes, help fuel these runners. Yeah, totally, totally. It's a missed opportunity, Maxwell House. Get on it. Come on. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed us crossing the finish line and having a group photo all together. Mm-hmm. And Josh picking up Jessica <laughs> right there at the finish line. Yeah. That was a great picture. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it it was it was just such a a wonderful feeling, and the and the medal is very similar to years past. Yes, in in that it's the little running breast cancer ribbon in pink, and then two tones of pink on the actual ribbon for the medal itself. Mm-hmm. I loved that we were out there on the course with, because it was the 15th anniversary, the 15K relay where some people had three different runners. Each team. Each team. Yeah. And then at the end of that, they got, it it was a ribbon, but it was stained glass i was gonna say can we just talk about my fomo for this for just a second and i was like oh we should have i mean how many of us were there we could have put together a few teams we could have okay that i i love the medal that we got yeah i would have gotten back in line and done another 15k just to get that medal i know that medal i i am such a sucker for the bling the the stained glass accent or stained glass version of the of the running cancer ribbon awesome 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 great bling they did a really fantastic job yeah and what was great was you know we came across we finished up there you know we were you know middle to back of the pack for the 5k there's plenty of 15kers going you know the whole time by the time we we finished up there we had to run back inside the expo to pick up some stuff because the expo was still going on Mm -hmm. and then you know head over to our cars and all that they that was still going on and it probably went for at least another hour after we finished so it was good good yeah. Two, two and a half, maybe three hours that they were out there, you know, waiting till the very last of the relayers came in mm-hmm. and Fitz was out there just 
announcing everybody, celebrating them, mm-hmm. and, and just doing a fantastic job. And didn't we cross the finish line with a woman who was 80 years old completing her first 5K? I believe we did, yes. Oh, that was great to hear. <laughs> that was great to hear. So... If you are out there and you're like, I'm not a runner, I can't do it. I promise you, you can. Yes. It's all about finding the right race. If, you know, this sounds like something that's interesting to you, consider this one and consider joining us next year at the Donna Marathon weekend. We do all the events, or at least we do all three days. We don't do all the events. The social shakeout run, <laughs> the 5K, and then the half. We would love to have that group be even larger next year. Oh, we would. We would. All this talk of running. Has it made you hungry? Oh, boy, has it. For 200 episodes? <sighs> yeah, we well, yeah, we've been talking about running for 200 episodes. <laughs> and the good thing about when you're up in the Jacksonville area, like I said, it's the largest municipality in the state of Duval County. The whole thing was incorporated. And on top of that, you've got the little beach towns and and areas around Jacksonville. Mm. That means of course, with it being a bustling metropolis, you've got tons of options for food and beverage, but we fortunately have a secret weapon up there. And our secret weapon is, Mike and Andy Sharp, our friends from the Bouncy Hunters. Oh, yeah. They always give us some good intel. So does Babs, though, too. Babs does a great job as well. But this particular one was... This is Andy and Michael, 100%, all the way. And they had recommended it to us, I believe, the last time we were up there. And we just we could not get there. That's the story of us. We They give us a whole list... And we get to some of them, and then we have some for next year. Yeah. So, well, this is one that carried over, and and she had told us about this because you know when you when you start talking about getting food on a, on the marathon weekend, of course the talk eventually goes to carbo loading. Carbo loading pasta necessary, yes. And you also have to have good options for, or at least be able to get. If you're going to get that those carbs, you got to get good protein as well. Mm-hmm. And. There are a, a, a handful of food items that are perfect for delivering both carbohydrates and protein. Indeed. And, and in my mind, when you say what's the perfect vehicle for that, I think pizza. Yes. Pizza, pasta, calzone. <laughs> Italian food. Well, Italian food, yes, generally speaking. Yeah. People, it's not the way to carbo load. You, disclaimer. You have to do what's right for you. Yes. But we're going to talk about a pizza place tonight. Yes. Which is quite delightful. And regardless of whether you use it for carb loading or not, you should go there. Yeah. V Pizza in Jacksonville Beach was recommended to us by Mike and Andy a couple of years ago. Yes. And And I would say there are a couple of different locations. Well, it's a regional chain. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in Jacksonville. I want to say they're in like South Carolina, North Carolina, Gainesville, Florida, Gainesville, Florida. So yeah, it's it's not all over the state. It's not even all over the southeastern United States. They have a handful of locations. Yeah, but this one in particular, I have to give them props. Location's fantastic. Oh yeah, and the fact that they are adjacent to and share common seating space with the location for beverages we're going to be talking about here in a few minutes Mm -hmm. means that they are a prime spot for both locals and tourists because Mm -hmm. they are located right on the main drag of Jacksonville beach. Literally across the street from them is a public parking lot. And behind that public parking lot is the Atlantic ocean. Beautiful. I I mean, mean, it was really cold this particular evening, particular weekend, but it was a beautiful scenery and delicious food. Can we talk about some appetizers? Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, I'm, you go, but I mean, the process is you get in line and you order right next to their, um, their oven, their big wood fired oven, wood fired oven just smells amazing. But you order there, you grab your beverages and then you take a number to your table. Yes. And the place is huge. And when we went, it was packed. Uh, And again, hats off to Josh. Josh beat us there. He's like, I'm going to get us a table. Otherwise we're never going to sit. Exactly. And he wasn't wrong. Yeah. That place was rocking and rolling. Mm. So that's a good sign. 
in my yeah. mind mm-hmm. when you see that. Yes. And the fact that locals recommend this is a good sign. Indeed. So we start, we go up in line and we wanted to get a little bit of an assortment of things. We said, let's get a couple of appetizers mm-hmm. for, you know, to, to split and yeah. share with the table. And then we'll, we'll get our carbs in. Well, well we started on carbs early though. We started with carbs with a pesto gouda cavatappi or the V mac and cheese. And it's an appetizer. It's not an entree. It's an appetizer. And I love cavatappi mm-hmm. noodles anyway. They're curly. I, they're, they're, they're the, yeah, they're like a, a curly cue, mm, but they've it. got ridges on the outside. Yeah. And that is so great for holding onto sauce. It is, or for melty cheese in yes. this case, because it was cavatappi noodles, smoked gouda, cheddar, butter, fresh cream, house-made pesto, cream cheese, and uh, you can add pancetta for a dollar. Yeah. Although the whole thing without that is $6.50. What can I say to you? It came out on this big metal plate with the che- the melty cheese and some crispy edges. I was going to say the most important thing of any mac and cheese is the crunchy tops uh yes you whether you're gonna do like a breadcrumb topping uh-huh. or just hit it under the broiler right whatever you're gonna do this mac and cheese is finished in their wood-fired oven oh and and so it had the those crispy edges but then it had that buttery smoky goodness with the cheese and- i love gouda cheese oh. even on sandwiches it's so it it's a great high fat melty melty stretchy mm. well more melty than stretchy but yeah, you know yeah. it, it has enough fat content in there it really melts well so if you're doing it like on a hot turkey sandwich or something like uh. that phenomenal um the fact uh. that they put it into the mac and cheese and then so you're getting the smoke from the smoked gouda then you're getting that hint of smoke from the oven mm. Yeah. Oh. Now, I don't think we got, no, we did not get the pancetta. The pancetta. No. And it, did it really need it? No. But would it have added a meaty kind of salty component? Salty component, sure. Yeah. I, I, I would have been fine. I, I certainly wouldn't have complained. No. Um, no. But I, no. I haven't gotten off of, we just are still talking about the cheese aspect of it. Yeah. Let's talk about the pesto. So the pesto oh. that they make is, you know, that's mixed into that. A really good pesto, you know, with your pine nuts. Mm. If And we weren't clear if it was a pine nut or not, but I think oh, so. I pine nuts, basil, Parmesan cheese, uh, garlic. You know, the flavor of this pesto House was just pesto. nice and herbaceous and just, I mean, it was just enough to cut through. The smokiness from oh, both yeah. the cheese and the wood-fired oven. Okay. I mean, it was just glorious. Yeah. Glorious. It is, it is the best mac and cheese I've ever had come out of a pizza oven. It's also the only mac and cheese I've ever had that come out of a pizza of. oven. Yeah, I'm pretty I confident yeah. I've never had it come out of a pizza okay. oven before. All right. Well, I, would you get this again? Oh, yeah. I want to try it with the pancetta, like, you know. Yeah. For comparison sake. Now, that you gravitated to that. Mm-hmm. I keyed in almost immediately on their wings when we got uh, there. Yeah, you did. And I have had wings similar to this here locally, but I I, I had to do it because they were huge, number one. And number uh, two, yeah. they do the, the wings in the oven. So these are marinated wings that are, or wings that are marinated with lemon, extra virgin olive oil, rosemary, garlic, salt, and pepper. That's their marinade. Then they are roasted in that probably 700 degree oven. I feel like it's like a good rosemary roasted chicken. Exactly. Yes. Flavor. These are not buffalo wings by any stretch. No. And then when they, they, they put them on, uh, on the, you know, the plate and then they top them with these absolutely almost candied caramelized onions. It's crazy. And it's whole, like they took like an onion, they cut it in rings and then they, you know, just, just, took those rings and threw them, you know, in the oven to get them all nice and caramelized or they, uh, or in a, in a, probably in a pan, truthfully to get them nice and caramelized like that. Mm. 
deepens that flavor, makes them really Sorry. sweet. Just and so good. you had just the crunchiest, crispiest exterior on these wings. Which I love. And I, you know, there's such a danger when you don't fry them. Right. When they're naked wings, like not breaded. That's what I mean. But there's such a danger to have just like wimpy skin. Oh, I I hate gummy chicken skin. Like on like just on not crispy at all. Half cooked wings. This was great. It had like darker crispy bits, and it just, almost blackened. Uh, Actually, sections are legitimately blackened. blackened. And the flavor, the char, mm-hmm. plus that rosemary and garlic and uh. lemon. And then the little sweetness from that onion. Oh. I honestly could have, if we hadn't touched an entree, I could have gotten another order of wings. I'd have been a happy camper. Oh, I could have had another round of the pasta. Yeah. Yeah. So the appetizers, I think we were just winning. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Automatically. Without a doubt. So. So then. We, <laughs> but no, we didn't stop there. I was going to say. <laughs> but wait. There's, there's more. <laughs> you know us come on <clears throat> we had to have you know i'd have some carbs a calzone yeah we, we were looking we we considered pizza, pizza and we said well, you know we've done pizza on the show before let's do something a little bit different well we did rev rev brewing the pizza with the in jacksonville so we'll we'll try a wide array of things here because other members of the Runcation Nation went with us, had their sandwiches, had their pizza. They looked amazing. Yeah, the sandwiches got great reviews. We did get a bit of a mixed review on the pizza because, and I think part of that was sheer volume of stuff coming so out busy. at that time. But they, they, they do those oven-fired pizzas, and I think some of the, the toppings probably gave up juice, and then the bottom got a little soggy on the pizza. Yeah. But... That said, flavor was very good. We ended up going for calzone. Not only, you know, just, well, traditional. No, we went con carne. And what is that, pray tell? Ricotta cheese, fresh mozzarella, sausage, pepperoni, all natural meatballs, extra virgin olive oil, Parmesan, fresh basil with a side of Red sauce or yeah. gravy to, or to dip. pizza sauce, or whatever you want to call over. it. Yes. I don't know. Do you dip or do you pour over? I dip. Yeah, me too. Mm. I dip. I don't know. I mean, it's possible, I guess, that you could be like a pour over kind of person. I'm not. That that I like to break off the cal the piece of the calzone and then dip it. And I and I was so happy that when it came, it had two separate containers of dipping sauce, one for you and one for me, because I would have taken over the dipping sauce. I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> to you, I because this uh, it, all the sauces are mine. I'm, I just get to share. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I I don't share very well when it comes to sides of sauce, so. <laughs> Get your own if you're with me. Just well, a tip. And I can tell you, although um, our Runcation Nation member who got their pizza, they were like, ah, this, the, the crust was a little soggy here. I'll tell you what, calzone was the cure for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, the calzone was cooked perfectly. Mm-hmm. The contents inside were piping hot. And when they said con carne, they meant it. Oh my gosh. It was absolutely packed full of meat. Mm-hmm. The cheese was bubbly. Yeah. The, the, fl- the meatballs, fantastic. Every They're- part, all of the different components of meat were just terrific. And the crust was crispy. And, and the, the pull of the cheese. Perfect. Perfect. And I also, you said the crust is, crust is crispy. Mm-hmm. Those those wood-fired ovens, they get really hot. Mm. I love that because yeah. you can get that really crispy exterior with a nice chew once and, you break through that outer crust. And, and it was perfect. And the whole calzone came to us split. Which into, was nice. Into sections so that we could pull it apart. Easier to eat. Easier. And you could just see the, the cheese oozing out of the different sections, which was great. Yeah, I've, I've been to places where they bring you the whole calzone. It's this gigantic half moon that comes out to you. And uh, yeah, it's good. tough. Yeah, but it can sometimes be tough to get into. Can. And yeah, this was this was done right. Yes. Presentation, I great. Loved I loved it. <laughs> I just loved it. So 
I can't say enough good about this regional chain. We don't often do chains on the Running Drink podcast. And when we do, it's usually because they're doing something that's a little bit above and beyond. And it tends to be a regional thing. It mm. tends not to be like a giant national chain. I don't know. I can't think of a giant national chain that we've done before. So, you know, mm. I hope that f- for those of you that might live or be visiting in the southeastern U.S. where V Pizza is located, mm. I hope that you'll give them some consideration because yeah. their their food game is on point, especially at the Jacksonville Beach location. I can't think of a better way. Go out and enjoy the beach. Come in, have lunch. Mm-hmm. Maybe go back out to the beach or oh, yeah. or meander down the street. There's plenty of restaurants and bars and places to stop in down oh, in that area. Like a progressive thing, yeah. Be a really great way to enjoy your day out there. I don't know about you. It would be great. I agree. So check them out. We're going to have links to them in the show oh, notes. No. Yeah. And I believe that we've got some episode artwork that from V Pizza as well, don't we? We do. All right. It's true. But before we talk drinks, we just want to take a moment and say thank you very much uh, to all of our patrons on Patreon and Mm -hmm. on Podbean. Our patron program has really taken off and you guys are making it possible for us to continue into year five and beyond. Into 200 episodes, in fact. So there are new levels for you to check out on patreon.com slash runnydrinkpodcast or if you hit the button at the top of the Podbean app. It'll give you more of what you love from the Running Drink podcast, including new benefits like a producer credit, a private production meeting with us. And that's a happy hour, by the way, and not just a meeting. Nobody yeah. likes meetings. Our meetings have beverages. Yay. Or uh, exclusive swag, too. And things you can impress your friends and influence people with, like fancy-dancy business cards Ooh. that will have your name on them yeah. listed as a producer of the show so our show will always be free but if you want more and you want to support the show become a patron at patreon.com slash running drink podcast or on podbean click that button at the top of the screen check out all six levels of Mm. patronage that are now (laughs) available thank you again to everybody in the runcation nation for all of the ways you support the running drink podcast into 200 episodes and beyond Let's talk drinks because Ooh, we didn't have to go away. We didn't have to go very far. We didn't. And, <laughs> and, and again, we lucked out and had a place that, that kind of had it all in one package, but I, it is a different business. There are two yeah. businesses in one sharing the space. Mm-hmm. We ate at V pizza, Yes, but we drank at flask and cannon flask and cannon. Mm-hmm. And I, we, we were having some pre-show debate about this. Oh, I, I, I'm going to lean into it and say that it is a tiki bar. Yes. I, well, that's not much of a debate. A, well, <laughs> well, what was I arguing with you? What did I say? That, that was a bar with tiki influence. Oh, oh, well, I mean, what's the difference then? Well, what, why are, why, why, why are you coming at me with a debate? It's a, it's a bar with tiki influence. It's a tiki bar. Is there a difference? Well, I think yes. What is the difference? I think that you could have a bar with tiki influence, but they don't really, they're, they're not all about tiki. And you think this place was all about tiki? I think it's so much about tiki that I'm going to, I'm going to say that it comes down more on the, on the tiki bar side than other okay. than, than just standard beach bar. I agree with you there. I and won. You did, and you did not say. On it, the 200th episode, I won an argument. You did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes happy 200 that's your present that's my present that's your present it's a tiki bar with great beverages and you know it's hard for us to go anywhere else when we've been to an amazing tiki place like trader Vic's. yeah it's kind of a big deal given the that home of the mai tai trader Vic's is accredited Although that is a disputed uh, fact, but credited with the start of the of tiki my, movement yeah. and the origination of the Mai Tai. Sure. I have to get a Mai Tai, though, if we're going to a tiki bar. If they're known for it and you can see that that is their thing, then, I mean, I had to go with you. Several of us at the table had to go with you. In fact, 
to get a Mai Tai in a tall glass, in a an artsy glass that I really wanted to wonder if they had for purchase. Okay. When I was a kid, <clears throat> they had these these collectible glasses, and this is going to sound so weird, these collectible <laughs> glasses from McDonald's. <laughs> and they were clear glass, but they were like sculpted. Like they had like- They were glass, like, actual glass? Actual glass. And they were sculpted and they had- I like scenes of Ronald McDonald and the other characters, but they were perfectly clear. Hmm. Well, these glasses reminded me of that because typically in a, in a tiki glass, it's usually like porcelain or, oh, yeah. or, you know, we've been to jungle bird tiki here locally, here locally, or even, even at Trader Vic's in mm-hmm. tiki glasses or the tiki's that we own from geeky tiki's. You know, those are porcelain mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. painted and they're sure. opaque. Yeah. We order Mai Tais. And we fully expect something like that. And we, well, a traditional Mai Tai glass is even shorter. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a shorter, wider, kind of like a bigger than a rocks glass. Yeah. Uh, you know, this was more like a traditional tiki mug or cup or glass. Like a, like a highball, I mean, I like highball style very glass. Tall, very tall. It was, it had, it was like a, a tiki statue, but it was clear. Yeah. But it had. I've never seen one like Indentations this. for like eyes and nose. And it had like a whole face thing going on. I loved it. You wanted to take it home. I, well, I wanted to. I did not act on that. No. Very wrong impulse. No, we did not. But we did not ask if they were for sale either. We did not. We should have. We didn't want to carry a bunch of stuff around. Well, that's true. Okay. You win. <laughs> Again. Twice, twice in one episode. Yeah, you know, that's it. One, uh, for each hundred <laughs> episodes, that's it. You're done. Thank you. <laughs> You're done. So, yes, we have talked about this location sharing space with V Pizza. The glassware we have talked about being in love with. And the drink was a Mai Tai. So you typically you have lime, you have orgeat, or you say orgeat orgeat. It's almond liqueur. Yeah, I'm gonna say orgeat. Okay. And then this had uh, dry curacao and la favorite ombre Smith rum cross. It's yes. Yeah. And it was very the favorite yeah. uh, amber is the yeah. dark rum, Smith and Cross is, is their the, Jamaican rum. Okay. So you have two different rums. Yes. Plus the orgeat plus the curacao. Yes. Plus the lime. I think you taste the Lime and the orgeat, orgeat, tomato, tomato, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. You taste the two of those most in this version of the Mai Tai, I think. I don't know that I really tasted any kind of booziness, rum, rum, I don't know about you. Well, interesting thing about rums, rums are- Rums can run the gamut. You can get a very clean tasting, almost taste just like the, almost like a, a vodka. You know, not a lot of hints of the sugar cane, not a lot of hints of molasses. True. Then you can get rums that have very deep flavor, deep color. I think you're right. The predominant flavors were the almond, mm-hmm. the lime. My opinion. You had great sweetness in this drink. Yes. And you had just a hint of the brown sugar, but you did not have booziness Mm-mm. that a drink that had the curacao, which curacao, it gives you the orange and it gives you a lot of sugar. Curacao's tend to. Now yeah. they say this is a dry curacao. I, I'd have to taste this particular one on, on its, its own, own to, to see, see how dry it is. Yeah. But yeah. you did get, in my mind, you, you got a hint of the sugar cane kind of on the nose, but mm-hmm. you didn't have any color to this drink, really. No. To to indicate that you had a really dark rum, rum in there, right? 
So this was not, this is a good variation on the traditional recipe from Trader Vic's. Mm -hmm. I liked it a lot. Did you like, okay, here is the question. Trader Vic's. Of course. Trader Vic's. But part of that is nostalgia fueled. I fully accept that and and embrace it. I, 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 I have to give Trader Vic's at least five points for nostalgia alone. Five. Five points. Yeah. Five points. So they get a they get a five extra points on okay. top of any scoring system just for the nostalgia. nostalgia. <laughs> that said, this was a very good Mai Tai, it in was my very opinion. Good. It was very good. Susie had some. Because they did not have this loaded with a lot of other crap. You know, they... they crap. Yeah, just... This, you just said crap. Yeah, this was liquor... Liquor, a little more liquor. And a little bit of citrus. Uh, well, <laughs> citrus liquor, and then, yeah, and then some actual citrus and a little bit of almond liqueur. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, you were doing really well to get fresh quality ingredients because the the Smith & Cross uh, Jamaican rum mm-hmm. is very well reviewed. That That's a great option. The La Favorite Ombre, or Ombre, Amber, it, it, that that is you know. okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's correct or not. We are, as you guys know, we're really, we really good at um, pronouncing things. We're so good at pronunciation. Yeah. Well, you know, and <laughs> and as I recall, this drink did not have you know a ton of dark color to it. No. So no. You know, you you had you know the. And of your ingredients, the, the the I think the lighter ingredients counterbalance the darkness in this in the color of that rum. The amber rum is the only dark ingredient in this. Yeah, so the rest of it kind of can't. It was very clear. Yeah, close to clear. Close to clear, like you didn't even know that that was in there. Uh, like a very very weak iced tea. Yeah. Color. Yeah. Wise, but flavor was. On point. Oh, this I, I I enjoyed it. I would mm. get it again. Me I, too. I couldn't recommend this one enough. Mm. And so. I actually I would enjoy replicating this recipe. Yeah, but I think we ought to go back and try some others on there. You know, when it's not the night before a race. Oh, when it's you know, ragingly busy. Or when it's not ragingly busy, <laughs> maybe for lunch or something. But, but, and when we are not running a race the next day of, of a length of a half a marathon, something like that, that we try more of their menu, of their tiki menu. Agreed. Yeah. Absolutely. I think if it's kind of like you say, when you go to a pizzeria for the first time and you want the pepperoni pizza. Yep. You and I, we want, if they're, if they are staking their reputation on the, the tiki life. Right. Mai Tai. We want to have it. You got to be able to do and, the Mai Tai right. And then measure that. How is how is the rest of the menu going to be? And I think it's going to be good. Well, we'll have to get back there and check it out. And when we do, we may bring you guys mm. our follow-up coverage mm-hmm. <laughs> from the Flask and Cannon <laughs> in uh, Jacksonville Yes, Beach. maybe we'll talk about it on live. Oh, like that'd that. be a good idea. Yeah. Or do a live from there even. Yeah. Don't threaten me with a good time. There you go. <sighs> But that said, you know what this means. Oh, 200th episode in the can is in the can. Now everybody can laugh at us <laughs> in the can. Like we're old school filmmakers putting film in a can to ship somewhere. Now our next episode is scheduled to be a return to the Donna marathon weekend for the half marathon and our coverage of the big race itself. We may squeeze in a little look back over the last 200 episodes next week. We may because we're feeling very appreciative and a little bit nostalgic ourselves. Uh, Stay tuned for that. We'll let you know either way. It's going to be a great one because if we're doing a look back, you guys know that we're bringing you amazing, inspiring races Delicious food and tasty cocktails. Yes, indeed we are. In the meantime, though, help us celebrate 200 episodes by sharing our show on social media and tagging us so that we know that you have at Runny Drink Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and Runny Drink Pod on Twitter. Or you could give us a rating and review on iTunes 
and Apple Podcasts, or actually anywhere ratings are received. Yes. On any platform, because it's a great way to help us become discovered and make our Runcation Nation community even better and bigger for 200 episodes and beyond. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for joining us on your long run, your commute to work around the house or wherever you are. Thank you for 200 fantastic episodes. We love you. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe, stay well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.